As we get older, things get harder. I mean, it's a known fact that, you know, we have more responsibilities. We are looking at the things we wish we would have done. We are desperately trying to grasp our purpose and understand what we're here for in the first place. And sometimes it gets hard and we feel like we do not have control of our lives anymore. We feel like we are not able to accomplish the dreams that we set out in our youth to set out to do. And, you know, time is a precious commodity and we're all trying to determine the best way to spend it and who to share it with and what to do with it. And so today on the podcast, I really want to talk about the idea of how to take charge of your life. Because as I work with clients um, doing strategy, building businesses, or just personal development altogether, just living their best life, um, I'm finding more and more that people are walking in someone else's life and they don't even know it. Someone has poured into their vessel and they are doing the things that are not necessarily the things that they want to be doing simply because it was poured into them to do. I know you don't really understand what I'm talking about. Welcome to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Whether you're the CEO of your life, your profession, or your business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and this podcast is the number one place to get tips and techniques for working smarter, not harder, using personal branding and authenticity. Now, hit the subscribe button, be prepared to leave a comment or review, and let's get started with today's topic. Hey, it's Andrea, the BU Boss, and you're listening to the CEO Mindset Podcast, where we are constantly evolving and being open to failing forward. And today, like I said earlier, I want to talk about how to take charge of your life because I know what it feels like. I have been down this road before. Um, I was able to come to certain conclusions about 20 years ago. And the process that I share with people is a proven process because it has not only worked for me, it's how I got out of the situation that I was in mentally, mindset wise, but it's also how I've been able to help other people save thousands and thousands of dollars and even earn millions of dollars um, for their businesses. But more importantly, I've given them sort of a peace of mind, the ability to live their best life despite the things going on around them based on the process that I share with people. So if you're struggling in these areas and you want to learn how to take charge of your life, then listen to this podcast. We're going to go ahead and dive in because um, why not, right? <laughs> Listen, if you have not subscribed to the CEO Mindset Podcast, go ahead and do that because thousands of people are listening to this podcast a month and they are really getting good things from it. And I'm hearing more and more about some of the transformations that are happening because they are applying the things that I'm sharing with them here on the podcast and also inside my program, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But let's go ahead and start with the very first thing that I believe you can do to take charge of your life. And that is to unpack your bag and claim your value. Listen to this quote. Those who don't understand history are doomed to repeat it. 
So let me ask you this question. Have you ever stopped to think about the reasons you do the things you do, react the way you react, or are triggered by the things that trigger you, or love the things you love? Have you ever stopped to think about why these things exist, where they came from? I suggest to you that you do a mental checklist of who you are really, what you really, really like and what you really, really don't like. Because what I've found in my program and in coaching individuals is that we have been given information about ourselves that we carry with us through life. And if gone unchecked, we will think that those things are us and we will go through life making decisions based on these things that if we were given it a little bit more thought than we're giving it would know that they really don't belong to us. They were projected onto us and we have accepted them. So I do truly believe that if you don't, things like that will define you and they'll, they'll relinquish you of your uniqueness, your, your authenticity because you don't know, right? You don't, you haven't done the work to uncover these things. And so you end up holding on to things that really don't belong to you. So living your life unapologetically is possible, but it's just not automatic. A little bit of work has to be done. Think about this. If you feel imposter syndrome, if you have limiting beliefs, or if you just feel like you're not enough, your importance, your worth, or your use, usefulness, in other words, your value may be going unclaimed. So the very first thing is to unpack your bag, make sure that your vessel is full of only you things, things that only you love, and then you want to claim your value or reclaim it if you feel like it has been taken because that is where your essence is and that's how you will be able to walk confidently. Now the next point I want to make is if you want to Take charge of your life, and that is to establish your role in this world, in your life, in your circle of influence. Establish your role. And this means becoming an architect, becoming someone who can look at the blueprint of your life and really build something fantastic that you feel comfortable with, that you can love and be yourself in all situations. So here I want you to really know what makes you stand out. What makes you the superhero of your life and hold on to it and wield it for good. Share it with people. Don't hold on to it. I want you to tap into those things that you know you really like, your preferences. And I want you to harness those preferences and then give it sort of a summarization of what it is, like what it is you know you do well. One of the things when I'm talking to people, I'll tell them, listen, if you need an idea, I am your girl. I can give you an idea at the snap of a finger. You tell me what you're trying to do and I will give you an entire strategy on how you can get that thing done. Execution sometimes is not my it's not my strong suit because I really love being at the high level and I like to delegate. I can do things, but I would prefer to delegate. But so my preference when I tap into those things, I can now summarize that and give you a really good clear picture of who I am at my best and what I really can do for you, how, how I can wield my value. And then I want you to establish boundaries here because people will take advantage. I just told you that time is a precious 
commodity. And if you are not careful, you'll end up giving it away to people that don't deserve it. You'll end up losing it to things that aren't going to make you happy. And you aren't going to have enough time to do the things that you need to do for you. Self-care being one of them. So establish those boundaries and let people know where you stand. This is how you teach people how to treat you. So if you want to take charge of your life, this is a huge element because people will come in and try to take advantage of your time and take advantage of you. So in knowing yourself and doing that work, unpacking your bag and claiming your value, you're able to better communicate with people what your boundaries are and you're better able to establish those boundaries in the first place. I think this is a huge one because it's going to help you really live your value out. Now, the next thing is that I want you to love yourself enough to be yourself. And this means believing that you are enough. If you want to take charge of your life, it is important for you to truly believe that you're enough. You don't you're not lacking anything. Maybe the reason that you're struggling is because it's just not your forte. It wasn't meant to be your forte and you're strong somewhere else. So stop dwelling on the things that you don't feel you do well. You have a couple of choices here. You can continue to wallow in that and believe that you're not enough or you can tap into those things that you are very qualified for your strengths. The third option is to use your strengths to delegate the task out and still be able to get the thing done. It doesn't mean that you're not enough. It just means that that's not your thing. Find your thing and walk in it confidently, but believe you're enough. Also, adopt the right mindset for your success. Mindset is so important, guys. It is the key to so many things. And the way we think really goes back to that bag that we unpacked in the first part of this podcast. People, I said, are pouring into you. And if you don't do your due diligence, you may go through life with a vessel full of things that really and truly do not belong to you. And therefore, you are unable to have the right mindset because you're looking at it through the lens of someone else. Remove that lens and start looking at things through your through your own eyes and adopt the mindsets for success. Think about what those are. I've always said that the most important mindset you can have is an open one. And this doesn't mean that you have to give in to what other people believe. It just means you have to give in to listening and hearing and then making a a decision based on the information that you have. Instead of being closed off and thinking that, you know, you know, you don't have to listen or you don't need to hear that viewpoint. Instead of having that mindset, have an open mindset, hear the thing. Do your own due diligence, research and understanding and then make your decision. That to me seems to be one of the best things you can do for yourself to take charge of your life. Because if you don't stay open to the things that are you're hearing and that you're learning, how will you grow? How will you learn how to do things better, how to do things differently, how to be more effective, how to be more efficient? You will stay set in your ways and that can be so debilitating and limiting to life you won't be able to take charge case in point some people in my family have a fear and a closed mind around traveling to different countries around using the internet even using computers imagine how limited their life is when they 
don't want to travel and go see other things. They're missing out on the beauty of the world or maybe the convenience of the Internet. Like like I just mentioned, they don't they don't they're afraid of the Internet. Some people in my family don't even have computers. And I'm not saying you have to have a computer if you have, you know, decided that. That's just not something you want in your life. You understand it. You know how it works, you know, but you've decided that that's not for you. That's one thing. But when your mind is closed off to it and you just make a decision without even using it, without even trying it, without even learning how it can make your life a little bit easier. Some of the tasks and things that you do not enjoy could be made so much more efficient if you use a computer. You can get some of your time back with some of the things that you're doing if you would use a computer. Then that is not good. You've closed your mind off to some possibilities that could allow you or help you to take charge of your life. So adopting those right mindsets, um, starting with having an open one so that you can kind of see what the different mindsets are, honestly, (laughs) is, I think, imperative. Also, When it comes to taking charge of your life and loving yourself enough to be yourself, I think that doing this helps you to confidently and authentically be your true self. Now, let me just give you a warning here because I've had I had this conversation recently with someone. It is completely fine for you to be 100% you. You should not have to dial yourself down or be someone you're not to get along with people. I don't think that's true. But what I do believe is in being 100% yourself, you have to prepare yourself for the reactions that you're going to get for the boundaries that people set around themselves um, with regard to you. So, Yes, you don't have. Yes, you can be yourself. You can you can be 100 percent you, but you cannot expect people to accept 100 percent of you. And you cannot you cannot expect people's reactions to be 100 percent positive to you. So it is imperative that if you're going to be 100 percent you, that you are comfortable and confident and certain about who you are, because it will be questioned. It will be tested and people will walk away from it and set boundaries so that you can't cross them. So, yes. I do believe it's important for us to be confident in who we are and authentic in who we are and walk in who we are 100% of the time. Now, as we get into my program, you know, Project CEO, one of the things that we talk about is managing the volume of your personality. Um, I think that is something that we have to watch out for. But in terms of loving yourself enough to be yourself and taking charge of your life in doing so, you can be 100% you. You just have to Make sure that you're okay with the reactions and consequences that come with being 100% you. That's why it's important for you to be confident in who you are. Unpack your bag and claim your value. We talked about that in the first one. Now, finally, when it comes to taking charge of your life, I think we have to get to a point where we are able to Be intentional about how we show up, be intentional about how we lead and be intentional about how we influence other people. We have to establish a strong foundation if we want this to happen. Um, We talked about earlier setting boundaries and managing expectations, but also it's about creating 
circumstances for yourself to ensure that you are doing your best. But again, that goes back to you truly understanding who you are and what your best actually is and what you need to do it, given the circumstances, given the different situations. You also want to plan for your productivity. One of the things, and I've talked about this over and over again recently, is understanding productivity is not just getting something done in a certain amount of time. Productivity is getting the right things done in the right amount of time. And you have to tether every action to those goals. It's about setting goals, having amazing habits, being intentional, having the right mindset. But doing so means every activity is tethered to a goal and that makes you productive because in the end, you are achieving the goal. So I believe that we have to plan for that in the way we schedule our day, in the way we allow people to have our time. Um It just kind of all wraps up. Otherwise, you find yourself on this rat race of, you know, being available to other people, um, living up to other people's expectations, not putting yourself first and having self-care. And you end up doing a ton of things and being productive. But at the end of the day, at the end of the year, the things that you really want to get done are not done. So we need to plan for our productivity. And then again, I just mentioned managing the volume of your personality. A third point is just building a strong foundation. And this is establishing really good habits. Again, adopting the right mindsets and setting the right goals. And then also, this is a big one, being okay with or embracing your failures. If you've ever been in sales, right, or if you've known anyone in sales, they will tell you that it takes a 100 no's to get to your yes. Well, if that's the case, it's a great saying, and it can be quite motivating when you feel discouraged. But if it takes a 100 no's to get to your yes, then those no's are a good thing. They help you learn how to do it differently the next time. Your failures inform your next attempt. So you have to be okay with those failures and realize that they are helping you get to that yes. And stop looking at them as bad things. Failure does not have to be a negative term. It could be a stepping stone. So that failure got you closer to your yes. So it was a stepping stone. It was not a negative thing. Well, I guess instead of sharing this fourth one with you is I'm going to have you take a look at our challenge. It is the search for success challenge. And that's where you'll find your final point for this podcast. I know it was a bit of a teaser. I'm sorry. I led you to believe I was going to give you four. But the truth of the matter is, if you want to take charge of your life, it's going to be a process. And so I'm going to walk you through this entire process during my challenge, which is coming up this quarter or second quarter. It is called the Search for Success Challenge, and we'll be kicking it off in a little while. But the wait list has opened up if you want to be a part of it. If you want to search for your success, I'm going to help you find the blueprint to get you started. So go ahead, click on the link in the show notes. So that you can get on the list, the wait list for the challenge. And on the list, I'm still going to share some tips with you, give you a few clues along the way leading up to the day that we actually start the challenge. 
that does it for me today, guys. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I did tease you thinking that you were going to get that fourth tip. I know. I'm bad. Just, you know, I'm here for you, though. Get on that wait list for the Search for Success Challenge that is coming up next quarter, second quarter. And um, along the way, I will be feeding you a few clues to kind of get you started with the challenge. So enjoy the rest of your week. I appreciate you for being here. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that right now. And also know that I have a YouTube channel where I share other things. There will be a lot of interviews going on in the next couple of weeks. Um, leading up to the launch of the challenge. And so you want to make sure that you are getting that information and you are hearing all of the things that are being said because each thing is leading up to the challenge and I'm sharing different tips and clues with you on how you can um, find your blueprint in your search for success. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys, and I will be back again with the CEO Mindset Podcast where we are constantly evolving and being open to failing forward next week. Bye. Remember, whether you're the CEO of your life, profession, or business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. Now let's connect outside of this podcast. Join me in the show notes where you'll find all of my social media profile information. Be sure to follow, like, and comment and engage with me outside of this podcast. I look forward to you being with me again next week. Go out there and get your CEO mindset on.